In episode 12 of Within Digital, I spoke to ADAPT's own data strategy lead, Sean Miller, about Google Consent Mode, a clever measurement tool we think everyone should be using to continue making data-driven marketing decisions in a privacy-first future. Today, I'm joined by the brilliant Sean Miller, dog lover, DIY enthusiast, Lego building champion, retired MMA athlete, and our data strategy lead at Adapt. Hey, Sean. Hello. That's quite the uh, the string of titles. <laughs> How's it going? You right? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you for having me on. Uh, my, my pleasure. My pleasure. I just like to, I just sit here and chat into a microphone. It's fine. It's easy for me. I don't even have to do any real prep. We've both worked together since 2017, I think it is, more or less. Oh, wow, I know yeah. you, you stepped out for a while, but you came back. And to me, other than a wonderful colleague, you've always been the data person at DACT. But more specifically, Sean, you're currently the data strategy lead at the agency. What does that mean? What does that mean? Um, it's a nice, it's nice buzzwordy filled title, isn't it, with the word data in it? Um, but <laughs> essentially, it's a, uh, it means that we help, I help our clients do more with their data across marketing and digital as a whole. That could be audience data, it could be conversion data, um, nice big broad topic, but basically getting the most out of the data they have, potentially getting more data and using it to the um, the most advantageous way possible to help their business. Sounds useful. Yeah, I think. hopefully. I mean, I know very little about data, but that does sound useful. <laughs> Today, the reason you're here is to talk about what I would describe as a newish tool that relates to the brave and exciting world of data and privacy in 2022 that I know you've been working at least relatively hard to get properly to grips with. And that tool is called Google Consent Mode. And we've written a blog on the website about it, or rather, sorry, you've written a blog about it on the website that has loads of information. It goes into lots of technical specifics and all that sort of stuff. If anyone wants a a real deep dive look at the tool, then head there and have a read. But in brief, Sean, what is Google Consent Mode and where can I find it? In brief, yeah, like you said, the blog goes into a lot, a lot more detail. We won't get too, too technical today, otherwise uh, everyone will be falling asleep. But it, it is quite new. It only came out last year, really. I think it was in a beta at the beginning of the year and then available to everybody about halfway through the year. But essentially, it's a, it's a newish, like you say, measurement solution from Google that allows us to track website users in this new sort of privacy-centric, cookie-limited world. So we can still collect all of that useful data that we need whilst adhering to various different data regulations. GDPR is probably the, the one that most people are familiar with. But in that, in that new world where we've got opt-in cookie banners and all of this, making sure that we can still track things content mode allows us to do that my next question you've sort of alluded to a little bit which isn't surprising because i sent them to you ahead of time obviously if we're talking about consent we're talking about cookie opt-in banners and and pop-ups right with the privacy regulations and things like that and things like google consent mode can we still track people who opt out of of those on our websites yes and no so let's say cookies are a big part of it it's it's privacy as a whole so it's Mm. cookies and what we're storing on people's browsers and also where we're just collecting user data and sending it off to google servers or whatever servers obviously the regulations mean that we have to have permission to do that so if somebody opts out and says don't track me i don't want i don't want you to collect my data we have to to adhere to that we have to respect those choices so we can't track people in the traditional tracking sense that we've had for a while and we have to do a slightly different way to do it, a different measurement solution and that's what content mode offers us 
normally if somebody's opted out we, we wouldn't track anything we, we don't fire any tags for example we might have a quite complicated setup that stops anything firing consent mode is a solution where we don't need to be quite so brutal and say we're not going to track everything we're just going to track you in a different way a privacy first and consent aware uh, a way that doesn't include personal data and, and things like that sounds very pleasant sounds like exactly what the the punter of today wants that's to the aim that's the aim <laughs> we're not it's certainly not a sort of we're not trying to skirt around all the privacy regulations i think some people certainly when it first came out it looked like a bit of a, a how do we get around this how do we sort of we're being stopped tracking we're, we're having yeah. to stop tracking people how do we get around it what's the solution there it's not that when we're not google and other tech companies aren't trying to do that everyone's being very sort of okay this is this is the new normal this is privacy we, yeah. how do we work within this new world basically yeah so just to be clear it, it absolutely isn't a loophole for, no. for, for companies to exploit. I think we've seen some pretty hefty fines no companies really want. So uh, this is all above board, isn't it? Yeah, no, completely, uh, completely above board. Yeah, the aim is to work alongside the privacy regulations rather than loopholes, like you say. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We're all about benefits here at Adapt, as, as you know, Sean. What is the benefit of Google Consent Mode? How does it help today? So there's, there's really sort of two core areas where it helps one's more operational and then one's sort of the actual data that you get out of it so so like i said if you weren't using consent mode and but you were trying to adhere to people's consent sort of following the rules and not tracking somebody when they say they don't want to be tracked you might have hopefully you've got a solution in place that's stopping those tags from firing so your google analytics tags or pixels for google ads for example if somebody's opted out we we shouldn't be firing those and you might have quite a complicated setup to achieve that that checks somebody's consent regularly and, and chooses whether or not to fire the tags that might be through something like gtm or other tag management solutions out there but it can get quite convoluted and basically makes makes you prone to human error because any more tracking that you add in you have to make sure that you've got all of that logic behind it and you're, you're adhering to the rules that you set up for example so it builds a bit of a fragile network and set up there consent mode allows you to work in a slightly different way you fire your tags regardless of what the consent is and the tags will dynamically adapt based on the consent so the tags will fire but the behavior of them the, the data that they're sending to the different platforms to different google servers for example is slightly different depending on the consent so it's a much cleaner setup and much easier to manage much easier to add to and develop over time the second bit is the actual data that's being collected like i said you didn't have consent mode you're basically not firing any tags in in those scenarios where users are opting out so there's no data and it's a bit of a black hole in terms of what those users are doing are they converting what they're doing on the website we we have no idea because they've opted out from tracking with consent mode enabled when those tags fire while somebody's opted out of things we're getting sort of a skeleton tag effectively so we're only sending really core basic data that's all anonymous and is tends to be sort of piled together as this big, huge data set where the, the value of it is more in the size and the, the amount of it rather than actually you individual users within it. So we can't track sort of one user and link all of the page views that they get in Google Analytics and build up that picture of the individual user. Rather, it's a load of anonymous hit level data. Google refers to them as cookie-less pings. And this data is obviously more than what we had before. And more data is always a, a good thing in my eyes. As long as you use it right. Yeah, yeah, 
Absolutely. And we always advocate using your data correctly. Yes. You've just spoken a lot about anonymized data. And I think one thing we're going to see in the next, especially once third-party cookies are deprecated, uh, but one of the things we're going to see a lot in the, in the near future is a growing data gap. Is that fair to say? There's definitely going to be a, a data gap in the sense of how we've historically collected data. So yeah. third-party cookies you mentioned has been the sort of bread and butter of tracking and measurement for the last however many years and, and we've always been after this sort of best attribution model and things like that which is very reliant on on cookies and the fact that privacy and customers are becoming far more aware of their privacy when they're browsing on the website we've sort of gone as far as we can in terms of cookie-based solutions so there's becoming a gap in that sense that historically the way that we've collected data is no longer working and we've got that gap there and the anonymous data is hopefully gonna start filling that gap in this example, with, with consent mode enabled, the data that we're sending to Google Analytics that's anonymized from those users who are opting out, there's potential there that Google are going to start putting machine learning over the top of it and, and identifying patterns and spitting out modeled conversions. And this is, this is happening in Google Ads already, actually. Anybody that's got consent mode enabled with Google Ads tags will be benefiting from this, where they're collecting those cookie-less pings with their Google Ads tags. There's modeled conversions that Google will, will spit out of that and report back into your ads account. And they'll, they'll come in and they'll look like normal conversions. They might have revenue associated with them if you're an mm -hmm. e-commerce site, for example. And that's all additional data that you wouldn't have without consent mode enabled we would normally that's our that's our black hole that's our gap effectively that we're filling and google will only serve those when it's sort of statistically significant when it's confident that, that those probably happened those conversions basically and that's more data for us to optimize to whether that's manual optimization and moving budgets between campaigns or whether we're using data-driven smart bidding campaigns target cpa or target roas or something um, yeah. some more data to plug into those sort of strategies that are, are reliant on data and the more the more you can give it the better it will work you mentioned modeling and machine learning and things like that and i think a lot of people are sort of going to ask about google analytics and where that comes into Google Analytics. And I believe that our view is that that's pretty much only going to be added into Google Analytics 4. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. Google Analytics 4 is definitely the future. And it's where Google is putting all of its its eggs and its focus in, in terms of um, developing the tool further. So if you're using yeah. Universal Analytics, that will still work for a few years. I mean, probably quite a long time, actually, it will still work. Google will still support it. But any new developments, anything exciting that's, that you might want to be interested in and, and making sure you're jumping on board is going to be GA4. So when we're talking about model conversions, they're starting to come into GA4 with, with cross-device conversions, for example. Um, and consent mode modeled conversions is only going to be sort of a few months away, I think. There's not been any sort of huge amount of talk from Google yet. They haven't put a date on anything, but it, it would be strange if it wasn't this year. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going I'm I'm to remember. Put, I'm going to put a reminder in my calendar to, to check whether that prediction came true or not. Oh, well, yeah, we'll um, review that next year. I think John Boone's ears are probably burning at this point. For, for those of you who don't know, John Boone's our lead analytics consultant. He, he spends, he's been spending a lot of time getting to grips with GA4 recently. And just to touch on GA4 quickly, I think our recommendation as an agency is basically to get started in GA4, but keep your universal analytics account, set up a property in GA4 alongside that, start collecting the data and then move over when you're comfortable with it. Is, is that right, Sean? 
yeah, that's exactly our recommendations. That's Google's recommendation as well to run what they call a, a parallel setup. So you would set up a GA4 property, get it to how you want it, look at it, look at the data that you're getting in there versus universe analytics, get familiar with it, make sure anybody that sort of needs to use it can start using it. And then there will be a point where you just switch over and GA4 is the one that you move forward to. Um, the benefit of doing it sooner rather than later is the earlier you can get it, the more historical data you have. So if you set it up, this month, by the end of the year, you've got 12 months of data in there. If you don't set it up to August, you've only got six. It's that simple. Yeah. And there are loads of resources online. I will direct you specifically to the ADAPT website where John Boone, as previously mentioned, has written some very popular articles about how to set up GA4, what the benefits of it are, what the differences are between GA4 and Universal Analytics. So I, I urge you to, to read that and start sort of moving in that direction if you haven't already, I guess. But before we wrap up, Sean. And I always like to get people's view on the future. Everyone loves the future, don't they? People love a trend. What what can we divine about the future of data and, and analytics near or far from tools like uh, consent mode and what's happening with GA4? I think consent mode in particular shows how committed Google are to this sort of privacy first approach to everything and making sure that ultimately people are comfortable using the internet. If, if people feel like their data is being misused and they're not in control of um, being tracked, for example, they're going to stop wanting to go on certain websites and, and have negative opinions of certain companies or certain individual websites, for example, which obviously no one wants that. So this tool from Google and others that are coming out from other providers shows that they're sort of trying to push forward and, and do what they can in this new privacy first, cookie limited world. And I, I would encourage anybody to sort of jump on board and, and go with it. It's not something that we can fight. I think things like GDPR and other regulations and people being aware of their cookies and, and wanting to opt out is, isn't going away. This is the this is the new normal and, and getting on board and doing what you can and, and utilizing all of these new tools basically and getting the most from them is going to be the best solution forward. It puts you certainly puts you in the best stead when cookies do completely disappear or, or if there's any more developments that we haven't foreseen yet. There it is everybody. Get started now. <laughs> it's usually our message with tools like yeah. this. Great. Thank you very much for joining me, Sean. I think it's fair to say that if people have any questions or, you know, you know, need answers to anything, they can they can get in touch with, with the agency and we'll, you know, I'll direct that question to you and we can we can get answers. Yeah, definitely. Answers back to you guys. Thanks for joining me, Sean. Great to chat and I'll see you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nick. Bye bye. Bye bye.